In today's fast-paced world, your business deserves banking solutions that are as dynamic and cost-effective as you are. Solutions like free business checking from LGE Community Credit Union, free online and mobile banking, no minimum balance required, plus no maintenance fees and dividends on your balance. At LGE, we're a smarter way to bank. See what's possible for your business at lgeccu.org. No monthly maintenance fees. Other service fees such as NSF, overdraft, wire, and stop payment fees still apply. Not all businesses will qualify. Membership eligibility and base savings account that keeps a $5 minimum balance required. Time to get you dialed into the biggest stories of the day. This is the Daily 10 with Matt Chernoff. All right, everybody, here we go. It's time for the Monday edition of the Daily 10. It's your friendly podcast host, Matt, back again to take you on this 10-minute sports journey of ours together. I hope you had a great Thanksgiving. Glad to have you back. It's time to now start uh, counting the calories again before you get to the Christmas holiday. And a happy Hanukkah to our uh, Jewish friends out there. Welcome to Atlanta's only podcast that focuses on all things local that you guys care about the most. I want to get to some um, off-season baseball, some hot stove stuff that Braves fans are going to pay attention to here in a minute. But let's start with the football. And clean old-fashioned hate was clean old-fashioned boring georgia rolled georgia tech 45 nothing on saturday the game went exactly as you would have expected it to go and i mean exactly according to the script stetson bennett was 14 for 20 in the game 255 yards four touchdowns stetson completed passes to 10 different receivers in the game including george pickens who made his season debut for the dogs Brock Bowers led Georgia with three catches, 100 yards on the nose, a couple of touchdowns. Georgia rushed the ball for 208 yards, two touchdowns. Kenny McIntosh had the biggest run of the day. A really beautiful 59-yard touchdown run. And then there was Georgia's defense, which held Georgia Tech to just 171 yards in the game. So Georgia pitched their third shutout of the season. It was also the fifth time this season the Dogs didn't allow a touchdown in a game. When it was all said and done, Georgia allowed 83 points total this season. And for some deeper context, seven of those came on a pick six way back when against UAB. 30 of the points came in late game garbage time situations. So it's just pure dominance by Georgia top to bottom. Kirby Smart and Georgia finished the regular season 12-0 for the first time in school history. Georgia is 12-0 for only the second time. In program history, joining the 1980 squad, who had a shorter regular season and then won the national championship. Georgia Tech, on the other hand, yeah, they finished the season being outscored 100 to nothing in their final two games. Chris Felica of ESPN, the Bear, as you know him, had this note on Georgia Tech. Their 45 nothing loss on Saturday was the third time since 1978 that a Power Five team was shut out in consecutive games by scores of at least 45 nothing in each of the games. What? The only other times it happened, 1986 Kansas and 2016 Rutgers. The hell? Georgia Tech finished their regular season losing six straight. They did announce three coaching changes to Jeff Collins' staff. On Sunday, they will have a new O.C., Sounds like a new defensive coordinator, although Andrew Thacker wasn't fired. It sounds like he'll be reassigned. I'm seeing rumors of a linebacker coach, but we'll wait and see on that one. So now it's on Jeff Collins to make the two most important hires of his coaching tenure. If he's going to be Georgia Tech's head coach long term, or if he doesn't get it right, you're talking about changes that could come in the next year or two. 
So while Georgia Tech season ends, Georgia now looks ahead to the SEC championship game and a matchup with Alabama. Georgia is now a six-and-a-half-point favorite in that game. Remember last week here on the podcast and on the radio, I told you guys when the line opened at four, Georgia was only laying four. I said, jump on it so quickly. It's the best value in college football of this season. And frankly, with the line still at six-and-a-half, jump on the dogs they are double digits better than alabama this is not a new take on my part i've said this for weeks and weeks it was only confirmed even more watching alabama struggle to score and beat auburn on saturday and to their credit they did come back after being down 10 nothing in the fourth quarter they won the game by two and four overtimes but george's defense is a different animal if auburn can keep you that quiet for three and a half quarters the Georgia defense is going to just eat Alabama alive. Again, lay the six and a half. I would jump on it right now before the number jumps even more. We are brought to you by the Daily Draft in downtown Woodstock. If you're looking for the best place to watch the championship weekend on Saturday, if you're not going downtown, consider the Daily Draft downtown Woodstock on Main Street. You can see them from the street down there, a walk-up window where you can order your drinks before you even walk in the joint. Now, when you do walk through the door, you'll see wall-to-wall flat screens, one of the biggest movie-sized screens in Atlanta, to go with a craft beer bar. Self-serve taps, a chef-inspired menu, so many right answers waiting for you from flatbreads to burgers, salads, wings, sandwiches, all of the above. You can find out more about that menu at thedailydraft.net. When you go in for lunch, if you'll mention this podcast, The Daily 10, they will take 10% off that lunch order merely by mentioning the. Daily 10. Go to thedailydraft.net for all the info. All right, let's get to the NFL where the Falcons beat the Jags 21-14 yesterday in Jacksonville. It was mostly an ugly game between two pretty bad teams, but one of them had to win. I'm glad it was the Falcons, and I'm glad that Cordero Patterson returned because he was just, he was awesome again. 16 carries, 108 yards, two touchdowns on the ground. Patterson also caught two passes for 27 yards, so do the quick math. Patterson at 18 touches, 135 yards, and two scores. I mean, really? Again, he continues to be the greatest bargain in the NFL this season when it comes to free agency, and the Falcon offense without him is lost, so it was great to have him back. The Falcons are now 5-6, and six, which is <laughs> putting them right in the middle of the crappy NFC playoff race. The bad news is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Tom Brady are coming to town, which probably will not be fun. Tampa opened as a 10-point favorite. Falcons are still looking for their first win at Mercedes-Benz Stadium this season. But back to the 5-6 and six record, which, because the NFC playoff race is what it is, the, the conference at the bottom is just hysterically bad. Right now, the playoff seeds would look like this at 6-7. and seven. The 49ers, because they beat the Vikings yesterday, are 6-5. and five. They're the 6th seed. The Vikings at 5-6. and six are the seven seed, the same record the Falcons have, also the same record that the Saints have, all five and six. Then you've got the Eagles and Panthers, who are very much alive at five and seven. And do not laugh, folks, even the Washington football team at four and six, and the Giants, uh, Bears, and Seahawks, who all have, I think, seven losses already, they're not dead either. Someone, or someones, is getting into the NFC postseason at eight and nine. It won't last long. They'll all get beat in the first round. But if there's something to playing meaningful December games, making the postseason, and if you're a Falcon fan, again, knowing this year was not going to be good because of salary cap limitations, roster turnover, all of it, I'll consider it a bonus year. 
stay in the race as long as you can in December. If you happen to get into the postseason, bully for you while you reconstruct this roster, I would consider that a big win. All right, I told you I wanted to get to some baseball. The reason why the hot stove will be very intriguing for Braves fans to watch over the next 24 hours, we're on the doorstep of the collective bargaining agreement expiring on December the 1st, which means once that happens, there will be no movement, no free agent signings, no trades. Everything will go dark in Major League Baseball. So I saw where Jim Bowden, former Major League Baseball general manager, tweeted this morning, look for a flurry of activity. Um, over the next 24 hours. And for the Braves, does that mean trying to get a deal done with Freddie Freeman? I don't know, but I know certainly Braves fans are watching that. Here are some of the latest signings and rumors that are out there. The Texas Rangers have been very busy with a lot of money to spend. They signed the former Rocky starter John Gray to a four-year, $56 million deal. They also signed Marcus Simeon, the shortstop, to a seven-year, what is believed to be $175 million deal. The Toronto Blue uh, Blue Jays signed former Braves and Giants starter Kevin Gossman to a five-year, $110 million deal. Okay, good luck with uh, Gossman in the American League. I know he figured a lot of stuff out for the Giants. I would have never gone that route. The Marlins signed Avisel Garcia, the outfielder, to a four-year, $53 million deal. Miami also re-upped Sandy Alcantara to a five-year extension for $56 million. Tampa inked... Uh, Corey Kluber to a one-year deal that's worth $8 million with $5 million more in incentives. Now, at the recording of this podcast on Monday morning, there is a rumor that the Mets are very much in on free agent starter Max Scherzer. But as I said at the recording of this, nothing is done. And the reason I bring that up, I get the feeling the Mets are always being used in negotiations for leverage. The reports and the rumors had the Mets offering three and maybe a fourth year at significantly more money than the Dodgers or anybody else wanted to pay. So why is the deal not done? Why wouldn't Scherzer jump on that deal at his age? Giving him four years is just reckless and an overpay, but the Mets feel like they have to do it. Uh, I'll believe it when I see it that Scherzer signs there. I think he knows of some of the dysfunction in New York, both with ownership, the front office. If they get Scherzer, it's a good one-year move, maybe a second, maybe. Um, But again, I don't know why it's not signed. We'll see if it gets done later today. The Mariners are one of many teams that are in on Chris Bryant. There are Anthony Rizzo rumors over there. There are all kinds of things swirling. And as I said, the next 24 hours could be intriguing before the December 1st date and the CBA coming to uh, its end. And all of a sudden, everything in baseball goes quiet for who knows how long. I mean, the CBA and the negotiations before they get a new deal done, it could take into the beginning of the new year. Heck, it could go late January, the way these two sides have a lack of trust and like for each other. And that will affect Braves fans and how we're watching the Freddie Freeman sweepstakes, all the rest of the Braves free agent stuff, as the world champions try to construct their roster to make a run at a repeat uh, in Major League Baseball. If you guys would, hit the subscribe button, or you can follow this podcast wherever it is you get your favorite pods. It'll be waiting for you each and every day around 10 a.m. I will be on the radio this afternoon in Atlanta at 2 o'clock. Back here again tomorrow for the next edition of the Daily 10. Subscribe to the Daily 10 now and get the latest breaking news and biggest stories of the day every morning. Get more at 680thefan.com or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google, or wherever you get your favorite shows. A lifetime of hard work. Children laughing in the kitchen. Family photos on a restaurant wall. A legacy that lives on. It all comes from the power of a conversation. 
like the one Tommy Hall had with First Horizon Bank about taking over his father's Charleston-based restaurant business. Now the table is set for a whole new generation. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Tommy. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. The fan is ready for brave season. Are you? 3-1 smoked high in the air, deep center field, and heading for the horizon. A home run by Olsen. We're streaming every game of the Braves 2024 season free on the 680 The Fan app. So make sure you download it now and don't miss a pitch of the Braves this season.